All right, welcome to another episode of NBA Betting Podcast. Let's get right to it. It's going to be a busy Friday night, October 21st. Our first game on the schedule, we have the New Orleans Pelicans in Charlotte. New Orleans is minus six. Uh, Charlotte's coming off a huge win, blowing out uh, the Spurs on the road. They won 129-102. People were really low on 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 the Hornets. Uh, I'm no exception to that. I I did not think they were going to be good. I still don't think they're going to be good. San Antonio looking for the Australian kid. So I I, I still don't like um, the Hornets. This, but again, you're looking at a home team plus six. Tough to bet against that. Now, having said that, the Pelicans just blew out the the, the Nets. First couple of games, you got to get you got to get a feel a little bit. Um. Pelicans won that game in Brooklyn, 130-108. So just based on how good these teams should be, I do like New Orleans, minus six. Uh, Zion's back. They could be really, really good. Charlotte is just not good, right? So so the way you kind of think about this, um, Vegas has the Hornets implied over-under wins around 33-34, okay? So to me, that's a difficult number to get at. Uh, and... Pelicans are a little 43-44. So they're thinking it's a 43-win team versus a 33-win team. Pelicans might be closer to a 50-win team. Uh, if, uh, right now, at least, if they're healthy, they might be playing like one. And the Hornets are really a mid-20-win team. I don't... I, this is a di- nice little chip on the shoulder that they got. I just don't think it's sustainable. So I'm going to take Pelicans minus 6 here. Uh, San Antonio and Indiana. Indiana's minus 3.5 at, at home. Uh, so the Pacers... Um, uh, in that first game, lost to Washington at home, 114-107. Uh, Beal played a little point, which, which was helpful for them. And Halberton had a good game, 26-4-7. Um, look, I don't, we don't know what the, the Spurs game, the Spurs are right now. Uh, again, they got shellacked at home. You think they have a little bit more pride. So typically when a team comes off of shellacking, they play well the next game. That's typically the rule. The Spurs are also coming off a, a, a bad game. They lost at home. Uh, so net-net, you got to take Indiana minus 3.5. Popovich already came out and said this is not a title-contending team. Obviously, that's not surprising to anybody. But the Pacers are the better team. Vegas, again, has their implied win total, the 23-24 range. They're more like a low 30-win team, so I think they're, there's also a big gap there. Indiana's probably going to be the over on the win total. San Antonio, they have at 24 wins. So, again, Vegas is assuming this is kind of like a, t- a two bad teams, a 24-win team basically hosting a 24-win team, when in reality it's a th- probably more like a 31-win team hosting a 24-win team, which means that should cl- be closer to about a 5-5.5 five, five spread, not 3.5. I like Indiana with the points. I'll take Indiana minus 3.5. Chicago's in Washington. This is, an, this is basically a coin flip. Uh, Chicago minus 1 on the road in Washington. Again, Washington's coming off... A solid, solid win on the road, 114-107. Chicago's also coming off a solid win on the road, 116-108. This is a good toss-up game, okay? Washington, again, I think the implied win total is about right. The Vegas has, right? They're both pretty similar, which is tell you why the, the, there's a toss-up. Their Bulls a little bit better. Um, complete toss-up game, not really confident on this at all. Again, I usually like favoring the home teams when I have to do a pick So I'll take the Wizards at home. Uh, to win, basically. That's what it is. Uh, and the reason why is I, I think if they have Beal playing a little bit of point, which they did uh, that first game, 
you, you know, that, and, and Monte Morris looked pretty good with them. I think that's going to be enough to handle the Bulls, especially with Zach Levine still questionably out. I think you got to take the Wizards there at, at plus one. I do like the Bulls' rotation that they ran. More defensive players in the backcourt. Something to keep in mind. But, yeah, I'm going to have to take Washington plus one. Again, not super confident about it. This one's interesting. Detroit in New York. New York's minus six and a half. So the Knicks, one of the surprises of the night, it was a loss, but it was still a surprise. The game went to OT. Knicks in, in Memphis, right? Memphis won 115-112. Cam Reddish hit the buzzer beater at the end of regulation to get it into, uh, oh, it wasn't really a, a close to end of regulation, and they had the charge call against Morant. Um, I like the Knicks. Usually, I kind of like the midsize uh, home favorite. So the team is like between a four to eight, a six point, seven point favorite at home. I, I tend to like t- taking those teams. It's like the mid, the mid favorite, if you will. Um, Detroit barely got by Orlando, and that was a Cole Anthony-less Orlando team. Now, look, Bancaro had a great game that night. I get it. Um, Cade's going to be efficient those first couple of nights. Looking at the the box score of that game, uh, you could see. You know, Cade, uh, 6 for 16 shooting, you know, 2 for 6 from 3. So that's kind of what he's going to do. He put up decent numbers, otherwise 18 to 10. And, J- and uh, Jaden Ivey getting, um, you know, great minutes there as well, 32 minutes, 19 points. I The Knicks looked good. Uh, they looked like a mid-40 win team. Memphis could be one of the better teams in the NBA. They were a 56 win team last year. Okay, I get it. They don't have JJJ, uh, and they lost Kyle Anderson. I don't think... That's going to be enough. Um, that I that I would take. You know that I would think that the Pistons are gonna are gonna do anything with that. So I, I like the Knicks here minus six and a half at home. Uh, I think the Knicks take care of business. Maybe it's a better game and they and they take them down the stretch. But you know the Knicks should be pissed losing it on in OT, and this could be a good nice bounce back game for them. So I like the Knicks minus six and a half. Orlando, and I'm pretty confident about that too. Scale one to ten confidence, probably about a seven on that one. Orlando is in Atlanta. Atlanta minus eight and a half. Atlanta pushed with Houston uh, in game one. So Atlanta won the game 117-107. And, and Houston, you know, again, Atlanta's trying to figure things out. Jonathan Murray had a nice game, 25 and 11. KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr. were 21-7 and 7 in that one. Uh, Orlando, we talked about, they, they pushed Detroit to the limit, ultimately did not prevail, right? Um, look, I actually think Orlando might be better with Jalen Suggs, um, you know, at the one, and versus Cole Anthony there. I think this one's tough for me, um, but if Bacaro plays like a person possessed, I actually kind of like Orlando to cover. This game is going to be close. I don't sense that Atlanta is not deep enough to blow teams out, right? When you blow teams out, you definitely have deep edges, and you're going to win those games in the second or third quarter. I I think we're going to have to take uh, Orlando plus 8.5 to cover. I think they're going to lose the game, but I think it'll be less than 8. So I do like Orlando there. Not super confident, but I do like them. Toronto's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn minus 2. So Brooklyn just got blown out uh, at home. And again, Brooklyn tends to go through trends, right? Like, I think they're going to have, like, an up-and-down year where they're going to win 10 of 12, lose 8 of 10, so on and so forth. Um, bad side, they get smoked at home. I don't think the home court advantage helps them that much. 
Now, the Raptors are coming off a competent win at home as well. They won 108-105. Um, Brooklyn's supposed to be a good team, right? Like, this should be like a two-versus-four seed almost. I have Toronto also quite good at the four, around a four seed. Brooklyn also in that area. So it should be pretty tight in terms of how good these teams are. They should be pretty close in, in ranking here. Um, you know, Toronto didn't put Cleveland away. They won 108-105. That Garland got out early. Uh, and they had a pretty thin wing depth there. They played a lot of uh, Shetty Osman and, and Dean Wade uh, in that game. I'm going to have to take Brooklyn minus two. Good spread. Not confident about it, but I, I take Brooklyn minus two. I think they have to bounce back from an absolute shellacking at home. Um, and I think they'll, they'll, they'll cover that and, and win that game. Boston's in Miami. Boston minus two and a half in Miami. A lot of respect for Boston. Miami was the number one seed last year. The Celtics, now look, they they, they beat the Sixers, but it was, a, it was a late stretch that did it. I got to take the heat here, and I take them with the money line plus 120. The Celtics lose this game. So I'll take the heat here. If you're Miami, you have to have a backbone, and you got to be pissed AF from the series last year, right? Now, they didn't have a great showing in the first game. They lost um, to the Bulls at home. Now, this could be who Miami is also, because Miami just not a barely a playoff team that they go the other direction. It's possible. But, again, the NBA, it's also about, like, who's getting up for the game and who isn't. It's game two, so everyone's still up. It's the beginning of the year. There's newness in the air. So that's probably coming in a little competent, right, a little complacent. They just had a nice, impressive win. That's the mindset probably coming in. Miami's mindset, pissed. We just lost at home to Chicago. I got to take the heat in this one. Memphis is in Houston. Uh, Memphis minus five on the road. Yeah, I'm taking Memphis all day here. I think, um, you know, again, Houston's in the Mabino conversation. They're starting Bruno Fernando. I, I don't think they just don't have the talent here. Memphis is looking to to be the number one seed in the West. I think they're super motivated. They looked good in game one, even though you could say, well, you know, maybe they're not that good. They took the Knicks to OT. The Knicks played extremely well that game besides R.J. Barrett. So I like Memphis to continue this reign. I think they win in Houston, minus five. I take, I take that, that cover there. Utah is in Minnesota. What the hell is Utah? What are the biggest surprises of opening night? They won 123-102, shellacking the Nuggets, who many people have as a top-four seed in the West. Uh, Utah, look, here's the thing. At the end of the day, these are NBA players, and they're motivated and incentivized to to play well for future contract growth and, and you know their own PR and own starter. Colin Sexton's a good example. He had 20 points off the bench. Marketing looked good. The Jazz are actually underratedly deep. Uh, you know, they run... Uh, they had a number of guys in, in, in double figures. Let's count it, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven guys in, in double figures. Uh, and they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys playing over 20 minutes. So that's a lot, right? Uh, Denver did not have as many, okay? They had six, and they only had three guys, in, four guys in double figures. So U- Utah's depth, I think, is actually quite underrated. Um Again, if you have these deep teams and you can win these second and, and, and third quarters like they did, they're playing guys like Rudy Gay, Kessler, Sexton, and Beasley off the bench. That's actually one of the better benches in the NBA, right? So um, I, I got to take Utah here. Oh, You know, again, looking back at Minnesota, what did Minnesota do game one? Well, look, they, they, they allowed OKC in it. They were competitive with OKC. They won by seven. That's probably like 10. Okay, so... I have, I think Minnesota's overrated. I think Utah covers this. I'll take Utah plus eight and a half. Denver is in Golden State. Uh, Golden State minus five and a half. 
Golden State just smoked the Lakers. Denver's coming off a really bad loss. They also lost to Golden State in the playoffs. Having said that, you know, the Warriors have, again, they're also a trending team. Uh, could be pissed to start the year. Um, and I think they show want to show some statements in the West. I kind My gut tells me, even though typically I'm like, hey, Denver's pissed off. They lost that first game. I think Denver is also like kind of a new team now. They've had two guys coming back from injury. So there's some newness there. And they have to get that chemistry back, which could impact them at the beginning of the year. Uh, guys like Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray's back. Um, so I'm actually going to take Golden State here to minus 5.5. I think that, that spread should be bigger. It should be closer to 7.5 and, and 8. Uh, so I do like Golden State. Again, Golden State coming off an impressive win against the Lakers. Uh, I would continue riding them as long as they are showing proof that they're back and you know they have some continuity there. Where Again, Denver, I think, is still trying to figure out each other a little bit after an absence between two of their top starters last year. Phoenix is in Portland. Phoenix minus four in Portland. Uh, so Portland, again, game one, they won on the road, 115-108 in Sacramento. Phoenix coming off a 107-105 win at home. So that spread with Phoenix Dallas. Phoenix was actually had four-point favorites against Dallas. They only won by two. Nothing super crazy. I would have expected more from Phoenix, though. I, again, I and I said this and that pod uh, regarding it, I thought Phoenix was going to really handle Dallas after getting smoked last year. It didn't show to me that they have that much of a backbone. Again, Jay Crowder's situation is awkward now with the team, kind of lingering there. Um, I like Portland here to cover plus four. Um, again, I don't. I think Portland's going to be under that win total, so I don't think they're the 39-win team. I think they're a mid-30-win team, but I also think Phoenix is a low-40-win team. Phoenix should be one of the more disappointing teams in the NBA, so I will take Portland plus four. So there you have it. To kind of summarize, I'm actually kind of confident about that. In terms of the confident bets, I like Portland plus four. Fairly confident about that. Golden State minus five and a half like that. Utah plus eight and a half like that. Memphis minus five like that. Celtics heat one. I, I don't, not super confident about it. Toronto and Brooklyn, not super confident about it. Orlando and Atlanta, not super confident about it. I like the Knicks minus six and a half. Quite confident about that. Chicago and Washington, I probably wouldn't touch it. San Antonio and Indiana, I do like Indiana minus three and a half. Quite confident about that. New Orleans and Charlotte, I, I probably wouldn't touch it. Again, we Charlotte could be better or worse than we think. Uh, you know, given their game, one thing that that was that was quite surprising. So there you have it. Those are the Friday night, October twenty first selections. Happy betting.